You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. Welcome to the Andy Storch Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we can come together to starve our fears, follow our dreams, and fulfill our true potential. And you know I am on a mission to do just that, always trying to do new things, share information. And today I wanted to share a little update about some of the things that I've been doing uh, to try to get the absolute most out of life and lead the way, uh, to lead by example and inspire uh, those of you out there to do similar stuff, follow your dreams, starve your fears, follow your dreams. I think we talked about that. Uh, so what have I been up to lately? It's been a little while since I've given a personal update, and I've been doing some big things. In fact, um, you may know, if you didn't see my posts on social media, I posted this on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, um, but people cannot be everywhere. So uh, about three years ago, I left BTS, the consulting company I was with, um, back then I had a podcast called the entrepreneur hot seat and, uh, that morphed into this show, the Andy Stort show, uh, which is all about getting the most out of life, um, and has twinges of entrepreneurship. And I like to share some of my entrepreneur journey on here. I know many of you out there are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, and so I love to share some of that. So three years ago, I left BTS to go to a small company called Advantage Performance Group or APG as an independent uh, partner, 1099, so no salary or benefits, um, kind of a commission-only sales job, if you will, selling and running training and development, kind of running my own business, um, picking out facilitation gigs to make some extra money here and there. And if I'm honest, uh, it was a great learning experience. It was a great bridge into entrepreneurship, a great opportunity, and I made some decent money. I never really achieved the big goals that I thought I would, um, closing the big deals that I thought I would. I closed one big deal and then a lot of smaller stuff um, picked up here and there. But it was a really great experience and I partnered, formed a partnership with my good friend Bennett Phillips. We partnered on a conference and we started partnering on a lot of sales opportunities and we found that we could really play nicely off our strengths, mine being more lead generation, bringing in opportunities and him closing those and, and finding the right uh, solution to offer to clients. And uh, so we had a lot of opportunities in the pipeline. In fact, you know, starting in uh, going back to February, March of this year, we had a ton of opportunities in the pipeline. Uh, a lot of it was based on in-person training. Obviously, all of that got put on hold by COVID as it did for many of you and your businesses. And um, so we had to go back to the drawing board and uh, we started doing some virtual training and it was tough going trying to sell that, but we started getting traction in May and June. And along the way, I, uh, you know, we hosted this conference back in January called the Talent Development Think Tank, which was by many respects a big success. I've talked about it on this podcast. I've talked about it on many other podcasts. I've been interviewed a bunch about it. Um, my favorite interview about that conference, by the way, is on Lauren V. Davis's podcast called the Business Event Playbook Podcast. So check that out if you haven't already. Her podcast is great. Uh, and I loved my interview with her on there. And I may just put it on here at some point. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the conference was a big success. Everybody loved it. And I always wanted to start a community as a result of it. I've been in membership communities and mastermind groups for the last three or four years. And they've really helped me network, build my network and become more successful. And I wanted to do that in the talent development space, my niche. 
but I kept running into complications with the organization I was with. Um, you know, they've got their own priorities and the other people there have their own priorities. And as far as, you know, who or how were they going to be involved? And was it a sponsor? Was it a partner as an owner? What would the other people in the organization think? What if their clients want to join? And it was just really complicated. It wasn't going to work. And so finally, uh, John and I, the president, and I talked and just decided maybe it's better for me to just go out on my own and run my own business and, uh, and do my own thing, build my personal brand business and do the community on my own. And uh, I agreed with that. I thought it was a great idea. Bennett agreed with it. Um, I'm lucky my wife, Courtney, is supporting me through all of this. Um, she agreed with it after asking a few questions, right, as a good spouse should. And uh, so we did. We made a clean break uh, a few weeks ago and said, all right, you're off on your own now. And um, since then, I've been all in on building this membership community for talent development professionals. It took a few weeks of planning, getting the right platform in place. Um, I have an assistant uh, and marketing director now named Stephanie, who has been really fantastic. It's been great to have her on my team to help me with all this. My wife, Courtney, has been helping me uh, with the positioning and strategy for the business. And uh, we set it up. And um, we, I, I said, all right, I'm going to start inviting people, right? We got the link, the payment link set up and everything. Um, we set up some, a platform where we can put content. And um, I started sending invitations out to people in my network. And uh, someone, a woman named Megan, Megan Bickle, jumped on the opportunity the first day and joined the membership. She was member number one. So shout out to you, Megan. If you happen to be listening to this, thank you so much um, for jumping on that opportunity. And um, she was the only one that day. And then I went through the weekend and went, all right, I have one member. This is great. Uh, and then come the next week, I got, I think, another one or two on Monday and Tuesday. And then every day, one or two people kept trickling in. And then, um, and the whole time I'm sending lots and lots of emails and, and direct messages on LinkedIn with people and video messages and audio messages. Um, I got a great pep talk along the way from my good friend and mentor, Vincent Puglisi, who is, um, runs the Total Life Freedom mastermind and community that I'm a part of. And I started to get a little down on it after the first week that it wasn't growing that quickly. And uh, he gave me some great encouragement and said, look, almost like a, a slap in the face. Like you just started this and you've got five members or seven members, whatever it was at the time. That's amazing. And you have a long way to go and you've got to have a lot of conversations. And he was absolutely right. And, um, you know, one of the things we talked about that we, we agree on in this area is that you can't wait for these things to be perfect. There is no perfect time. Uh, you just got to dive in and just try it and jump on it. And there's no better time than now. And so I did. And um, after that conversation, I started reaching out to more people that I knew would be interested. And I got more members to join. And the week after that, I got more members to join. And um, I sent an email out to my email list. I didn't get much of a response from the people on the email list um, or even from a lot of people who came to the conference, surprisingly. But we still had quite a few people who joined the community. And uh, as of today, as I record this in, uh, on July, I think it's 9th or 10th, um, you'll be hearing this pretty soon, I have 31 members in the community, which is pretty awesome to think I just started this three and a half weeks ago and 31 people have signed up to be members in this community. And uh, not only is it really cool to see the trust and faith that they've put in me uh, to join this community, but it's generating revenue for me, income instantly, right away. People are paying uh, either monthly or annually. And um, I think if I look at my account right now, uh, I have about $21,000 in recurring revenue set up right now. 
So this business as of now makes about $21,000 a year, which is not a ton of money. Obviously, it's not enough to live on, but it's a pretty cool little business that extra income that I've created um, just by going out, setting this up and inviting people and asking them. Now, it's taking a lot of work, um, but now I don't have to do a lot of work if I were to stop here. Now, I'm not going to stop here. I'm running calls every week. I'm working on figuring out the right way to engage people in the community on a regular basis. And I'm still trying to continue to grow this. I want to get it to, my big goal is to get to 100 members by October. So we'll have to do a check-in check episode in October to see if I got there. Um, that would really, really make me happy and feel, make me feel like I've got a really great community. But we'll see how it goes. I want to build it right. I'm going to have great conversations um, along the way, still looking for other sales opportunities and still working on the book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, uh, which is the book I've been working on. A quick update on that. This is, and the update is not as much of, hey, look what I'm doing. Um, but it's, I always share these with, hopefully there's lessons you can take away from it if you're interested in doing anything like this. So to go back to the community, the lesson is, uh, number one, don't wait until you're ready for something because you never will be. You just got to, if you want to do something, you got to dive in and do it. Uh, number two, if you're building something like that, um, you can't just put stuff out on social media and expect that people are going to join. You got to do a lot of, um, have a lot of conversations, direct outreach. And so I've been doing a lot of that and that's been working really well for me. Um, and number three is things are probably not going to go as you planned and you need help. You need coaching, you need mentorship. So find that person who can help you and coach you along the way. Um, I'm lucky to have that and I hope you do too. So there's a lesson from that. Um, I mentioned I'm working on the book. I wrote the book in about three and a half months, as I've talked about on the podcast before, just writing 500 words a day and getting to about 60, 65,000 words by April, started on January 1st. And that was amazing. Everybody was really impressed. Um, but the book wasn't like ready to publish. In fact, um, I gave it to my wife, Courtney, and asked her to read it and review it and give me feedback. And the only major feedback she gave me was, it's too long. <laughs> um, and also she said I used parentheses way too much. So now we're working on cutting that back. Actually, it kind of sat for about a month and a half. And I'm embarrassed to say that really nothing happened with it. I, sh I shifted priorities. Um, she was working on other things and, and we didn't do anything with it. But now, um, as I record this in July, she's helping me edit it. And um, we're, we're working on it day by day, cutting it down. And then I'm going to get it to my editor, my official editor, Terry, to make sure everything makes sense. And then we can get it ready to publish. So I've been talking about September for a while. It might be more like October when, when we publish it because I want to do it right and get a marketing plan in place. Um, but I wanted to give you that update. And some things that come out of that. Number one, uh, you got to die again. You got to dive into things. Number two, you probably need help. Number three, uh, I think the, the quote, what I call the messy middle is always the hardest part for me. So diving in and getting a project started is great. Um, but sometimes you really got to hunker down in the middle, uh, like inviting people to a community and sending 20 invitations a day. Or when you're working on a book, uh, after you get all the ideas out, actually editing it down so it sounds pretty good and it's not too long because um, I don't want to bore people, right? Um, so that's tough. And then um, number three, uh, it can be challenging, but also really rewarding to work with your spouse as well. And I'm excited that my wife, Courtney, is working with me on the book and uh, the community and other things. And I'll have to get her on this podcast in the near future so we can talk about that. We've never actually done that, which is weird, um, but we will in the near future. So that's the second update. Um, the other update is that 
I broke my ankle, uh, which you may have seen if you followed me on social media. Um, I was back in the gym playing basketball a couple weeks ago, and I went for a ball that went behind the hoop, and I was trying to save it, and I wasn't going to, and I was about to run into the wall, so I put my foot up to help, my, help stop me, and I somehow bent it the wrong way, and it crunched. Oh, I heard it. I felt it. It was unbearable pain for about an hour, and then it settled down a little bit. Um, a friend, um, Luke, got me home in his car and dropped me off, and then my wife took me to urgent care. I got the x-rays uh, to prove that it was a fracture, and then I finally, a week later, saw an orthopedic specialist um, and uh, confirmed that it was a fractured tibia and a high ankle sprain, and I needed to be in a cast for five weeks off of the ankle. So this is fun. So I was on crutches for about 13 days. I ordered a scooter, a knee scooter at my wife's urging and the doctor's urging. And I, had, I, I put it off at first because I thought I would look silly on a scooter and I didn't need it. I can just get around on crutches. But man, this scooter is fun. It, it's fat, much faster than crutches. I can carry things um, and I can go pretty far. I took it down to the, the gym with the kids yesterday and um, went and worked out in the weight room uh, while they were in the kids' room. And so I'm a lot more mobile now. And I've actually, as I finish this recording, I am going to head back to the gym with the kids and go for another workout. So I think that is about it for now. I didn't want this to be too long. I wanted it to be an update. I wanted to let you know what I'm doing, that I'm always moving forward, striving to get to the next thing. I'm not letting fear hold me back. I was afraid. I did let fear and limiting beliefs hold me back a little bit for a while on starting that membership community. But I, am, I pushed past that. I started my fear. I put it out there. I invited people. I asked people. Um, I opened myself up to rejection and a few people have turned me down, but a lot of people have joined, which is awesome. And I'm going to do it again. When the book comes out, I'll start a personal development membership community. So stay tuned for that. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, put yourself out there. The book, I'm going to be putting my start my fears and putting myself out there. I can't wait to publish that. Get help, get coaching, get mentorship. I have an assistant. Stephanie is helping me a lot. I might be hiring more people on my team to help me with all this stuff because it takes a village um, it's a lot of work to get all this stuff out and build a really great personal brand. Um, and the other thing I'm figuring out is how do I monetize all this better too? Uh, because frankly, I'm getting interviewed now on a bunch of podcasts about building a personal brand and everyone admires the brand that I've built. Um, but I know I haven't monetized it as well as I should have. Um, I, it's my duty, my obligation to bring in more money for my family and to be able to, to use that to help society more in the long run as well. Um, and so I'm, I'm embracing that and looking for more of those opportunities as well. And, uh, more ways that I can help people doing coaching, consulting, facilitation, speaking, that sort of stuff. In addition to building the community. Uh, and the last thing I'm, I'll mention that I'm working on, I'm digging into starting to build a virtual summit for talent development professionals. And, uh, I'm using software called virtualsummits.com run by a guy named Mark Wade and if you have any experience with running virtual summits, reach out, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. I love learning from people. Um, but I will keep you in the loop and let you know how that goes. Does that lead to more leads? Does it make money? Or is it just a big, big headache? I have high hopes for it. Um, so we will see. And with that, I'm going to let you go. Uh, let me know if you got anything from this episode. If you have any questions for me that I can talk about on the podcast, let me know that as well. And I hope that you have an awesome week. Cheers.